I Got It From My Mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify and NHMNewcastleHunterMamas.com. Hunter GWM Havel are proud to support NHM Newcastle Hunter Mamas. They've got stock ready for immediate delivery in H2, Canon, Canon L and H9. Did you know all vehicles are backed by a seven-year unlimited K's warranty? Inquire now. Hunter GWM Havel. Hey, Beck, we've got 70,000 sponsors and 80,000 interactions in our group. We better do a bloody podcast show. I'm sorry. And thank you, audience, considering we are... You can blame four children. Okay. You never promote the podcast in the NHM group, do you? It's, we don't really. It's one we of really the most list-downloaded podcasts in Australia for mums. Mm-hmm. But, but I think really it's don't. Big- it's pro- we promote it a lot. No, we never promote we it. We really, really should. Yeah, because that's, that's your brand. That's your group, <laughs> yeah, I know. right? You're the, we're the admin, Paul. You're one of the admins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that oh. must bring so much stress to your life. It's stress and a little bit of hilarity as well. It's oh. actually quite amusing Some sometimes. Because I follow it. Because yeah, the more you follow it, the more you interact, the more yeah. it comes up in your feed. Yeah. Yeah, all my mum's group, we always screenshot it. <laughs> We just started the podcast without even starting the podcast, but I do like that because I'm on the radio a lot and my mum says, slow down. Actually, yeah, she says, I like how you are on the podcast better than the um, the radio. (laughs) It's really nice that your mum listens because if my mum is listening, which I bet you she's not, she never comments because she never listens. Do you know? I don't think she's worked out how to. We said before, I think why we're so downloaded is because we started – like we were early adopters of the podcast. Yeah. So if you're out there listening, thank you so much and thank you for all your downloads, even though we don't do much work around it. But it's definitely because of all our interesting content. <laughs> and your modest attitude. <laughs> right. I think it was because because it's like how people got on board with Instagram and when yeah. they were early adopters, they had got heaps of followers. But if you got on a bit later, yeah. the market was a bit more cluttered. Oh, is that why TikTok? I'm not very popular on TikTok because mm. I've just kind of missed the boat. I'm so, I'm, so, I'm not even I'm on not, it. I'm not, babe. You are so much more across this <laughs> yeah. sort of stuff than I am. I'm like, I listen no. to your podcast. Actually, Jamie has a podcast and she's at Absolutely sensational. Oh, yeah. I listen. Well, I'm a business owner, and there's so many amazing takeaways on the podcast, you know, and practical, and it's not too long as a mum. You you know what? We don't want to listen. And you might be the biggest broadcaster in the world. We don't want to listen to Joe Rogan for an hour and a half. Tell me about it. Oh, my God, no. We want 50 minutes, 15 minutes of Jamie Abbott telling us how to write a press release, how to public speak. It's all get, really like, practical takeaways. 20 minutes because everywhere in Newcastle yeah. for us yeah. is 20 minutes. So you want to go yeah. there and you can listen to your podcast yeah. in that time. Whereas Joe Rogan, if I was going to listen to him, which I'm not, but yeah. if I was, God, it would we're be. We're bagging out Joe. I know, so. but it would, oh, he's all right. He's doing okay. I know. But, <laughs> he's the highest paid broadcaster in the world. So I'll bag him out. Then. And yeah. he's a narrow caster. He can afford to take a hit. But I, I might go 20 minutes and then I get out of the car, do stuff with the kids and literally get back. Mum brain mm. can't remember everything I've spoken about. Yeah. So what a loss. That is so true. It is you know? 20 minutes to go anywhere, yeah. really. That's no. right. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're going to Tuggera, that's like 45 minutes. And yeah, I've got no, no but we're, we've got an international audience, guys, so don't talk about that. But oh, okay. 20 minutes is your average kind of drive. Attention span you are, from right? Mom. That's yeah. right. Yeah, okay. Our guest today is a mum of two. She's an author. She's an international keynote speaker, course creator, journalist, former local government councillor, owner Ooh. of her own public speaking and PR agency, senior officer in the Air Force. And I do know... She's so fancy in the Air Force. She has a very oh, high – no, you do, hun. You've got a really high rank, don't you? What's I'm a your, wing commander. A wing commander. Who am I yeah. sitting next to? I'm kind of scared. 
Her name's Jamie Abbott. And this is a little bit about her journey as a mum. When she gave birth to her first child, her breastfeeding journey didn't quite work out. So she decided to commit, this is incredible, to exclusive pumping breast wow, milk 24 cool. hours a day. Oh, my oh God. I love that. I bowed down before you. I know. Oh, my God. I love that. Oh, that's I really amazing. Love that. Yeah. That's amazing. After discovering there were a few a few resources available and embarking on a lonely journey, which motherhood is, no one gives you preparation mm-hmm. for anything. No. First, like, first of all, labour, for fuck's Ugh. sake. I said to my mum, why did you not tell me? And she laughed in my face. <laughs> That's her property. That's Every time someone yours. is having a child, I sit them down. I say, it's going to be horrendous. No, Get you that can't epidural do that. ASAP. No. Don't take the drugs that lead you to the slippery slope. You don't need to be at a rave when you're doing a job. I give them <laughs> lots of practical advice. Book your epidural. <laughs> yes. You don't need to be a hero. Yeah. No. Each time she sat down uh, with her breast pump, every few hours, Jamie would write oh. a new section of her book in hope of being able to share her tips with other mums. That's so good. Oh, I love that. The aim of this book is to cover everything you need to know about exclusively pumping breast milk for your baby from making the first decision to pump to choosing a be- breast pump, expressing milk, to troubleshooting and weaning. Women may choose to pump for a variety of reasons where their babies are breastfed milk by a bottle or other methods rather than directly from the breast so oh. it's so cool to have you here oh thanks and, like, for having you're me just, we're gonna eat some cheese now if you're at home or wherever you're in the car this cheese is from hunter bell and you were saying so uh jason and annie from hunter bell uh, annie's a friend of the show mm-hmm. she's been on a few times and we do lots of giveaways with them on the nhm but yeah, she's going to be on later. And they deliver these packs and Hunter Bell cheese packs anywhere in Australia now. I think yeah. I send them to Melbourne often. So and they're Super really cute. cute. They're little freezer bags. Yeah, that's very cute. I love their cheese. I'm yes. so glad we're going to have some. That's okay. really the only reason why I'm <laughs> Let's here. Go. Because free cheese. <laughs> There's cheese promised. And all the other people that we've had on before are like, why did I not get the cheese? So you can have Brie Bell. That's Brie. You can have. Um, Beer cheese. I'm very happy that you've paired this with a Hunter Valley wine. Yes, I did. Scarborough. Good girl. I'm um, in the Scarborough Club. And I'm very happy that you've picked a Chardonnay because that's my drink of choice. Oh, good, darling. So thank you. Well, you're on point with that because if you're out there drinking Sav Blanc, move Mm. on. (laughs) And it's not good for your digestion. La Belle, that's yogurt cheese in marinated lemon pepper. Have that. That is beautiful. Is that goat's cheese or just regular cheese? I think so. It looks like a goat. Yeah. Mm. Sure, okay. we'll find out soon. It's brown Swiss cow's milk. Oh, wow. Nice. Mm. Goats. Goat farming, if you're out there, apparently good money mm. in goat farming. Yeah, it's good meat. Yeah. Oh, it is. I've had yeah. goat before. I have too. The, um, the farmer I'm dating, the um, hipster farmer, he's thinking of putting goats in at the property. Oh. Black Magic Truffle Cream Bridge. So Mel might have said this and I completely missed the beginning, but what made you want to exclusively breastfeed? Well, that's the first question I did. Definitely did not choose to do this mm. route. Well, that route, because I'm not doing it now. But look, for many reasons, um, breastfeeding doesn't always work out for everyone. And in my case, my son got jaundice and he was put into the special care nursery for the first 24 hours. And during that time, I had to pump. 
and because he was, you know, had hardly any energy. And so during that window, he learned very quickly that he could get the milk very quickly out of the bottle as opposed yeah. to out of the breast. Uh. So it was less work for him. And so then that he kind was of- fish- He's into efficiency. He's yeah. your yeah. son. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're like, Jamie. <laughs> well, it wasn't efficient for me in the end because no, it was no, certainly a hard not. option. No, no. You know, you've got three options, breastfeed, from the breast, uh, formula feed or pumping exclusively or maybe a combination yep. of all those. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so a couple of weeks after that, I kept trying to put him on the breast oh, and wow. he just knew that the bottle was going to be faster. So every lactation consultant under the sun and in the end they said, look, he just prefers the bottle. Mm. And so I had to make a choice. The lactation consultant told you that eventually. Yes. I'm happy to hear that. Yes. That she she actually beforehand sat me down through the public health system actually and said, I will examine you, then I'll give you some tips at the end on how how you can actually get him to latch. And then she observed and observed. And at the end, she said, I have to just tell you, he just prefers the bottle. That's all there is to it. (laughs) Well, I'm glad they did that. I'm glad they admitted that. Yeah, because there's so much pressure. I mean, I'm I'm still, my second child, who's almost two, I'm still breastfeeding him from the breast. I know, I can't give up. Oh, I I feel you. I did too. Oh, my God, I didn't. If you're out there, I didn't. I got mastitis. It was terrible. I was massaging the back of my boob, I remember, one night with an electric toothbrush. And I'm just like, this is actual hell. So yeah, when I had my second, I just went. I did like the. I did like two weeks of breastfeeding, and then just. <laughs> oh, see, I was the opposite. I'm so oh. I was, my third was twenty-four months. Yeah, right. Well, that's where I'm going to probably draw a line in the sand, I think. We're at 22 months now. Or draw a line in the breast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hard to give up because he loves it so much. But anyway, now I've done both combination of exclusive pumping and directly from the breast. And we did a bit of formula with my first as well. I can tell you that exclusive pumping is certainly the hardest option because you literally feel like a dairy cow. You know, it's so unsexy. So did you have like two pumps? (laughs) Yeah, I had the double pump. and I this is why I wrote this book because it was such a lonely journey where you're sitting there and they call it the M-O-T-N, the middle of the night pump. Oh. <laughs> it's the actual acronym. And you're sitting there at three in the morning, just sitting there with this double pump and this $12 eBay. a beautiful baby to look at. Yeah. It's just a pump. Yes, oh. I know. Oh, that's and then true. it's, it's yeah. double handling because you have to then pump. And then it was 40 minutes right. at a time, I remember as well, oh because God, it's less exhausting. efficient than when the baby's on there. And then you have to feed the baby after that or get yeah. your partner to feed the baby. And it's just, that's it's hard. It's hard mm. work. But for me, I wanted to do it uh, rather than go straight to the formula option. And uh, Which I did, by the way. Did you yeah. find that your supply wasn't? Uh, so I, my journey with my first was um, I was running a company with my mum at the time in, in book distribution and we had a big major um, book fair over in America that I had to go to when my son was eight months old and it wasn't appropriate really to take him. So I had to make this – I made a decision to pump prior to leaving which I had quite a large supply, pumped out enough for the amount, the length of time that I was there because I was only there four nights. But then I got on the plane and I could not pump all of a sudden. Like I'd pumped for a month in advance, couldn't pump, got to America, got to this big major exhibition centre. They did not have a mother's room. Oh. Or anywhere for me to go was that this wasn't in the 90s? a public Let bathroom. Me- <laughs> this was ten years ago. Can you believe that? Oh, like that's not that long ago. And no. it was a major exhibition center. I was so I wrote letters in like mm. revulsion of them. But anyway, and I lost my supply. And when I got back, I had nothing. And he didn't want me. 
And so I was really sad to end my journey at eight months because I'd anticipated a lot longer. Mm, But, yeah, I did find that it just went down. It was really strange. So when you say you couldn't pump, you just didn't have the opportunity or it was no Uh, milk coming out? It was a little bit of both. I found that as soon as, like, the plane ride, which was 22 hours, as soon as I had that, it just left. I couldn't – I could hardly get anything out. It was a nightmare. And not having him there as well, I think – when I used to, somebody said, when you're pumping, put a picture of the baby yes. next to you. Yes. And they would, yeah, it didn't work. Or <laughs> have a recorded voice of them crying. Oh, that's a perfect And that, really? and that works yeah. with pumping, yeah. having yeah. a recorded voice yeah. of your baby crying. Mm. Yeah. But mm. I did everything. I had the malt, the brewer's yeast, oh, the wow. fenugreek, yeah. um, blessed thistle, all these different things to bring the supply wow. on, to bring more milk on. But it's very hard, you know, and you're doing it eight to ten times oh. every 24 hours in the beginning to really yeah. get that supply up. It was tough, really, oh, really tough. I can't even imagine. Yeah, so I take my hat off to any woman out there who decides to go in on that option. Um, I remember once, it was Australia Day actually, and I was driving and I had this $12 eBay pumping bra, which I would hold both of them in, and I would drive because I was in the middle of an election campaign. I was running <laughs> in, in Australia and New South Wales at the time, and I would go to a press conference tip my little milk out, do the press conference, jump back in the car, put the pump on. And I got pulled over by a lovely police officer in a town called Raymond Terrace in Newcastle. (laughs) Wow, that's one of our biggest selling towns. Yeah, what do you mean biggest selling towns? I'm being smarter. (laughs) Selling what? No, everyone around Terrace. So I don't want to take any offence there. But, but um, I, I didn't say that. And so I got pulled over by this police officer and the poor man, he, he was just this young constable and he looked down and he could just see this pumping bra with his two. Oh, and I thought, love. Yeah, how are you? you have a baby and you're just like, I don't care. Mm. And so I was in that frame of mind and I had actually researched whether it was illegal to pump whilst driving. <laughs> And I couldn't find a lot. So I thought, well, funny, it wasn't on you're there. A classic. What a great opportunity for me to find out. Yes. So I did this breath test, and I remember saying to him, "Is this illegal? Because I'm not sure if it's illegal. I read that it might have been illegal, but and I'm in government. And I'm going on and on and on. And he's like, "Look, ma'am, as long as both hands are on the wheel, it's fine. Move on, move on." <laughs> By the way, did you have when I I had a is it men is it Medella Medella? Mm -hmm. I had a Spectra. Spectra. Yeah. You deserve to have one of the good ones. (laughs) (laughs) The pumping bra wasn't very good though. It had no had a pumping bra. It had no it was like a strapless bra. Which was an ideal. So oh. I made my own pumping bra out of a sports bra and just cut the Just cut off. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Do Absolutely. they? Yeah, yeah they there's do. a gap in the market for a good pumping bra. I tell oh, you the twelve dollar eBay ones were. Oh, perfect. really? Yep. Very good. Yeah, mm. absolutely. You did your research. I know we're getting slightly off topic here because we don't have Jamie for very long, and she's. I was going to swear and say that you're effing incredible. Oh. But she's not going to. But she, um, she knows she'll get in trouble. You know, you were in politics for so many years. Uh, mm. I don't know if you'd feel open about talking about this and you've had a lot of opportunities, but you said the women in politics, it's so hard for them, you know, with parliament sitting all the time and that long time away from your family, you sort of made the decision around it just like, oh, God, I just want to – I'm just doing my own business now because even though I've had so much success in 
you know, politics and um, you were really passionate. You just, you've gotten, you're so passionate about your children as well. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing that's quite frustrating is I was a local councillor, local government councillor mm. in Port Stephens. And the t- the year I had my second child, obviously I wasn't going to be going to council meetings uh, when mm. my child, it was towards the end of the financial year. So start of the new financial year, I couldn't go to a lot of the meetings and I missed some meetings and a lot of people criticised me for oh having missed God. like a third of the meetings of the financial oh year, even though one of my male colleagues had missed the same amount as me and another male colleague had only missed one less than me, mm. but they hammered me on that. And I just thought, wow, any other job in Australia, you wouldn't go back to work for the first six weeks. No but way. no, but when Four you're a counsellor. usually, that's normal. Yeah, when wow. you're a counsellor, you're expected to not have any time off for a baby. And I just, I don't know, it's really sad. And it's a low it, wage as well, a Oh, yeah, really. in New South yeah. Wales it is. Yeah. Elsewhere in Australia, it's like, you know, over 100000 I yeah. think Queensland councillors okay. get around that. Okay. Uh, so it's like a small allowance. Yeah. yeah, it's not really worth it. But even beyond that, I have had a go at state and federal politics. And if I was successful mm. in state politics, looking back now, I would be in Sydney half the year, Yeah, you know, with a brand mm. new baby. Mm. It's just, I don't know how. You can do it if you live in Sydney because I know a few MPs live in Sydney mm. and they don't have to travel. But even travelling back up to Port Stephens and Newcastle oh, with little Too babies, tight. it just wouldn't, it doesn't work. So do yeah. they have creches and things like that in Parliament? Not that I know of. Not that I've heard of. And you know no. the other thing is. Why not? I've heard someone else in politics, um, and I can't remember who it was. I do produce New Atari Nelms, who's amazing in Newcastle. But someone was saying, we do everything else in Zoom. Why can't we Parliament sit in Zoom if totally you can't right. be there for family reasons or for some? Then I think that's a really good point. Mm. If you've just had a child or whatever, jump on the Zoom. Mm-hmm. I agree. Make Absolutely. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be all about. It's so to be making I think, it Jamie, you need to parents. get back into politics mm, so you can push the envelope oh, <laughs> I know. Actually, you just brought back a memory. I went to Sydney and this I'm sure the Labor Party is the same, but I was from mm. the Liberal Party and we had this big Senate selection in Sydney and I had a three-week-old baby in this oh beautiful God. five-star hotel in Sydney. And I said, is that okay if I leave the room to whilst pumping but to feed my baby? And they said, oh, there's nothing in our constitution that allows that. Oh, <gasps> Oh anyway, God. Philip Ruddock, who is the New South Wales Liberal Party mm. president, former Attorney General, Minister in the Howard Government, Immigration Minister, he um, he said, I'll give you special permission. Anyway, he got up on the stage and he said, no one is allowed to leave the room. Uh, however, I have given special permission for a young lady out down the front here to leave to feed her baby. Oh I was mortified. Oh and at one point they That's were going so to let me have a privacy screen, some sort of curtain around me in the auditorium. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so I just couldn't believe they'd had no sort of, um, you know, disclaimer that was a reason you could leave mm. the room. Anyway, fast forward three years, just on the weekend, I was back for the next Senate selection and the same thing, Philip Roddick got up on stage and he said, oh, no one is allowed to leave the room. If you leave the room, you're not allowed to come back. And I, I went, oh, I haven't even, because I just got busy, I really need to push them to change the constitution yeah. or have some sort of disclaimer that people can leave mm. for breastfeeding because Absolutely. it's just not an exception at I the moment. I think you need to get back into politics to make it more family friendly because oh. otherwise women just aren't going to do it. And it's really oh. sad, Jamie, because you, you know, we're a great voice and doing really well and you've just chosen mm. your kids. And you know what? As mums out there, who wouldn't bloody choose their kids? We choose yeah. our kids over everything. Mm, absolutely. So, yeah. So I think regional women will not, with young kids, won't be entering politics anytime soon. Wow. Uh, unless they want to bring sad, their kids with it? them. Yeah. It's yeah. so crap. You know, mm. like just sad. in this day and age, it, 
just recently I remember someone was telling me women didn't have bank accounts till the 70s. You had to ha- open up with your, your husband. It's not that long ago, is it? No. Mm. So really we need to keep a watchful eye on everything and so make it better of, for our kids. Which side of politics we had more women? Oh, well, the Labor Party does. I think mm. that that's pretty obvious. No. Um, I think traditionally my side of politics, and I'm still a member of my side of politics, I'm still, you know, my values are still there, but our side is traditionally conservative. Middle-aged men generally. But the other thing is as well about that, Jamie, is that in the past, you know, you think of liberal, you think um, they, they're for business and you know what I mean? Mm. Like these days there's heaps of women like me owning companies and in business. Mm. You know, it's happened really quickly. Mm. So they do well to appeal to. Yeah. I can think of crap loads, you know. In the past 10 years I'd be interested to see the list of people who've started companies and who's doing better, women or men. Yeah, it's funny. I saw the musical 9 to 5 in Sydney oh, on yeah. Friday My night. My mum wants to see that. I she know. Was... She commented when yeah. I posted on there actually. <laughs> oh, God, she's exhausted. <laughs> You have yeah. to watch my mum on Facebook. Delete. She, she she's joined Instagram when your parents join Instagram. Because oh, I put nothing on Facebook. If mum, if you're out there, I love your mum. It's always she complimentary. You. She always writes things like "You guys are champions." Like, yeah, I need, I need more Ms. Sergeants, yeah. Mrs. Sergeants. Yeah. But what was your observation around it? Just well, it was funny because I don't know if you've seen the movie. It's based mm-hmm. on a Dolly Parton mm-hmm. film, and it's all about. Um, unequal pay, how women are getting much less pay for doing more, if not the same, if the same, if not more than mm. their male counterparts. And Marina Pryor plays this character who becomes the first female CEO. Mm. And it's just how unheard of it is back in that era and how women were treated terribly as far as mm. sexual harassment mm. and what they were expected yeah. to do. And it's like mm. the male chauvinistic um, mm. boss. And it's mm. like, yeah, we actually haven't really come a whole long way no. since then. So we're talking about a female CEO. Imagine oh, that, or imagine that? equal pay. Oh, imagine. <laughs> so, there's a few laughs from the audience. It was very funny. Jamie was in studio the other day recording her podcast, and someone rudely sort of uh, came in and interrupted her, a person. Hello, if you're out there. <laughs> listening right now. No, just she was recording, and you don't walk into a studio yeah. um, when the talent is on air. And anyway, this guy didn't have an appointment with me. And I said to Jamie, no one's in my calendar for today. So this is very odd. And anyway, he just come to have a, to chat to me and, you know, yeah, it was very interesting. Put himself forward and Jamie had worked with him before, which was interesting as well. Small town. But he had a chat to me, a little chat about, God, how hard it is for um, middle-aged white men these days. <laughs> Sorry. Um, since the Me Too. <laughs> Can you tell him what, what you, what you were going to say? And back? I said, I, I, think, I can't even remember my mum brain, but I think I said to him, until you have pushed a baby out of your <laughs> vagina, don't talk to me about anything. And it was just all very awful. I love I'm going to steal that. <laughs> I'm going to steal that line. In the future. Did you know who he was talking to? Uh, no, he, not really. He, he spent just, his whole time telling me about himself. So. Was he just committing hurry curry and like trying to leave this world? Oh, well, I can't. <laughs> it sounds like it because he's talking to the wrong person. Well, he, I came in and I said, oh, Sarge is not here. And he said, well, when's he back? <gasps> oh, <laughs> are you serious? Wow. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Sarge does sound. until now. <laughs> Give her a wine. The owner of the podcast station is a he. I'm like, no, it's a she. Oh. And I'm a wing commander and I'm a woman. <laughs> so get out. Shut and I up, push the baby down. out of my vagina too. <laughs> 
<laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too movement. Yeah. It was a me too pun. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Me too irony. You heard it first on NHM. I got it from my mama. How can we buy your book? Just go to Amazon, type in my name or type in Pumping Princess, which is the name of the book. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I called it that because you do feel so unsexy and so mm-hmm. not feminine when you have these yeah. pumps attached yeah. to your nipples. And I mm-hmm. thought, I'm going to make this. You are a princess. And, yeah. you know. One day I'll look like a princess again. And so I called it that pumping princess just to give that real power to women out there who are going through it. Yeah, 100%. Mm. And um, how can we listen to your podcast? On either Spotify, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts or just by name. And uh, in Newcastle Podcast Station, they often promote it as well. (laughs) Yeah, and you can do your courses for public speaking and stuff like that. It's a big fear of people's, but you make it really easy. And a lot of people who use a podcast station, for example, Mel Histon, Mark Kentwell, a lot of them have worked with you on their public speaking skills. And now they're better than me. (laughs) (laughs) And if I can interject with that, because I Mm. hate public speaking Mm. with a passion, but I've heard that when you learn public speaking or practice public speaking, it helps with your confidence all around as well. And so, and obviously I probably need that a little bit. It's actually quite interesting to do a public speaking Give us a tiny little sample, Mm. Jamie. What do you think that you could do when you have to talk in front of people? Oh, there's so many. How long have we got? It's a two-hour course. You're so good at it. But it's all about rehearsing and being Mm. prepared. So if you're going into anything, whether it be a meeting or perhaps jumping on stage Mm. or in front of camera, you've got to think, okay, what am I trying to do? What's my aim? What am I trying to get people to think, feel or do? Uh, Who is my core audience here? So am I talking to retirees? mums, business owners, you know, it's going to change what you say Mm. and therefore you work out your top three messages. Mm. In fact, your number one message really, what's Mm. the one takeaway when someone leaves the room after you finish speaking? What's the one thing you want them to remember? Mm -hmm. And people really need to focus on that because too often we have so many messages and we try and get it all out there and then people walk away not remembering any. Mm. So, yeah, top three messages, but normally the top one that you want them to remember is my tip. See how she does it. It's so good. I'll give you a quick funny example of audience and content. I remember once, um, it was about 11 years ago when I was a stand-up comedian, probably longer, let's face it, and um, the clubs were being paid money by the government to put on entertainment. They had to put on the arts to get, you know, if they had pokies in their venue. Mm. Anyway, they get stand-up comedy because it was the cheapest art form or whatever. And I was at Blacktown RSL. Now, if you don't know Blacktown RSL, it's pretty much... Well, it's an interesting demographic and it's not suited to content around European travel. Anyway, I did a bit about the Notre Dame in Paris and it's my piece de resistance of stand-up. It does very well. In fact, (laughs) Michelle Laurie was doing it for a while. Yeah, she actually took the material from me and we had to, yeah, she had to come up and apologise at Melbourne Comedy Festival. Very salacious. (laughs) Anyway, it died. (laughs) Horrible death because it was the wrong audience. Yeah. So you got to think about it, you know, what your audience is. Oh, especially talking about that. What about that comedian in Tasmania? Oh, what? Oh, what's his name? He's from Newcastle and he went to uh, Tasmania and made a jumping castle joke. Oh, oh yeah. I'm going to Google What it about now. Chris Rock? Chris Rock should not have said that joke. It was not funny. Absolutely. It was terribly horrible Mm -hmm. and mean. And I think, and and as somebody who has suffered from alopecia, I think. I would have been very, very Did insulted. he know, though? Did he yes, know that? Can you give us a context if we haven't okay, watched anything? Okay, so um, Jada Pinkett Smith, 
Will yeah. Smith's wife has alopecia and she's yeah. got it very bad. So oh that's God. hair loss. And a lot of mums have that as they well. Do. I they get so stressed. Very common, yeah. Yeah, I had it and it mm. was terrible. And it yeah. it's so so it's so bad for your self-esteem. Anyway, so she has it very, very badly, and she's been very vocal in the media about how it affects her and how it's been very difficult. And he got up on stage and made a reference to um, looking forward to the next G.I. Jane 2 mm. with Jada Pinkett Smith. In yep. It. So, um, and then Will Smith got very offended, jumped up on stage, slapped him, definitely uncalled for, not condoning violence. It was a violence. punch in the face. It was a bit more of a punch, yes. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Full on he, I had And then he proceeded to yell quite swearingly, swearing. So I am absolutely not condoning what he what Will did, but I am definitely not condoning the joke. The joke mm. was offensive and horrible. Yeah. It was really. bad form all round, really. Yeah, it was. It was. I've lost respect for Will Smith though after that. I have that. too. I've lost respect for both. Mm. Really. I just don't think it was funny. I just don't I think there's so many other ways you can be a comedian and be funny. Yeah. Than yeah. Being and doing that. To be honest, I think that's a better form of comedy, not to put other people down Absolutely. to make yourself feel better. It is the yes. cheapest Slow. form yes, of comedy agree. and the most anti-intellectual. Yeah, completely agree. NHM, I got it from my mum, we're a little bit serious there. Uh, Join our NHM closed Facebook group. Over 80,000 interactions from mums every 30 days on any topic under the sun. And um, follow us on the socials for heaps of giveaways. We've always got stacks of exciting stuff on the go. See ya. Thanks for having me. Bye. 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 I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify and NHMNewcastleHunterMamas.com.